Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psycho's Patreon exclusive. Join me for the ultimate teen mom deep dive. This is more than just a recap show. I'll scour the internet to bring you all the best drama that MTV didn't air. From police reports to deleted tweets, I've got the details on all the fights, breakups, and arrests of our favorite MTV train wrecks. If you think the moms bring the drama on TV, just wait until you hear what really happened. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Okay. What they are asking for is the 8th through the 23rd. It'd be a total of 16 days in jail. Well, see, the only thing is, on the 9th, I got second row seats to go see a concert. It's Kesha tickets. The problem is that that's not going to fly with your probation officer. No, 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 you don't understand. This is my idol. She's like my idol, and I'm never going to be able to see her. When is the concert? August 9th. Like, but did you call her and tell, like, isn't there some way I'm not can... mentioning the concert. I, I really can't miss that concert. I really can't. But that's why I got all these feathers in my hair, because of the concert. I bought clothes for the concert. I set up hotel rooms for the concert. All right. Hey, guys, just a heads up. My guest dog is barking for a little bit at the beginning, but he doesn't do it the whole time. Thanks for bearing with us. Hi, guys. Uh, Welcome back to Feathers in My Hair. I'm going to do things a little differently this week. This week's episode was just so boring, and I didn't want to just talk about a boring episode, so I asked my dear friend Jess to come on. Say hello, Jess. Hi. And we're going to quickly go over our thoughts and feelings on this week's episode, but then we're also going to recap a classic episode. Now, this episode is season three, episode three, which I think is on, uh, if you want to get it on Amazon, I think it's volume seven. Um, Amazon is so annoying with the way that they do Teen Mom because they put OG and two together. And I think it's volume seven, episode three. And it is the classic episode, which the title of this podcast comes from, My Namesake, It's the Feathers in My Hair episode. And I'm thrilled to talk about it. I'm thrilled to talk about it. I feel so honored to Good. be on your namesake episode. And I just wanted to let you know that my glam squad already came. So I'm ready to <laughs> with full hair and makeup, just like Leah and Kale, for my voice to be recorded. Perfect. I went for a full Chelsea scene girl look. Um, even though scene was definitely over by 2012 when this was shot, I, I I was shocked at the year. Like I went back to see what year it was, and it was like either 2012 or 2011, and I was like, "What the fuck? Was she wearing this? The styles not get to the Midwest? No. She at the same looks, time, she looks a classic like 2009. Yeah, and- she does. <laughs> it's great. Okay, so this week's episode, it just I think last week was just, like, too jam-packed with stuff. That... And you know I love every episode, and oh, I hated this one. By the way, every week, I'm like, Jess, how was the episode? And she's like, it was great. And then I watch it, and I'm like, this was garbage. <laughs> I'm a bad judgment of a bad judgment for these episodes, but even I was like, this episode sucked. Yeah, if Jess says it's bad, it's, like, really... Fucking awful. Everybody should beware. So... Yeah. I will say, my highlights of this episode was seeing Colin, Janelle's brother. Oh, my God. I loved when he was talking to Barb, 
And he was like, yeah, and we buried that rat in the backyard. And she looked at him like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You did what in my backyard? No. And he was like, yeah, buried the rat. Just so everybody knows, Colin is, like, deeply unwell. He has, um, like, really serious mm-hmm. schizophrenia is what they've said. He has basically been in and out of, like, group home facilities since he was 12. I think when he was, it was, he was 12, you just reread the book, or read the book, right? Yeah, I did reread, I did read the book for the Uh, first time. He was 12 when um, he accidentally burned their house down, and since then he's been, like, in facilities. He's not really able to live on his own. I was pretty surprised to see he was living with Barbara and Jace, and I would assume, like, Gabe, Ashley's son, is there every once in a while. I I was pretty surprised by that, because he usually lives, like, in facilities, and that's why he, like, I think came across pretty weird, because he's, like, very mentally ill. Yeah, I didn't think he came across as weird. I just uh, was shocked to see him. Yeah, I was shocked to see him. I feel uncomfortable with him being on the show because he's always had this weird place in the, like, in the Janelle Hatter fandom world, you know, like, where they'll, like, post the statuses, but they're, like, incomprehensible, they're, like, super paranoid, and they're they're just ramblings, and people will take them as fact, and he'll be talking shit about Janelle, and it's like, okay, but, like, he... The, this whole status, like, does not seem true. It seems like it's from somebody that's mentally ill. Like, not... Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't mean to say, like, people who are mentally ill can't tell the truth. But, like, he'll have, like, 50 statuses in a night that just, like, make no sense. Like, they're yeah. completely detached from reality. Uh, and if he's, like, doing better right now, like, that's great. I just don't think exposing him to teen mom on TV is, like... It makes a lot of sense just because of like how crazy the fandom is, especially with anything regarding Janelle. I agree. I don't know what Barb's thinking. Bring him on. I'm guessing, you know, everybody who gets on the show gets a paycheck. Yeah. And I, I would assume she's like, look, come on the show. You'll get, I know Tori once said they got like $2,500 for a season, like the friend of's that mm-hmm. was a while ago. And it, I'm sure it wasn't that much. I remember when they were doing that uh, Janelle's exes special, Gary Head said he got paid like $250 or something. <laughs> but for Colin, like $250 could be a month of cigarettes. So yeah. like, you know, and if he's not holding down a job, I can I can understand to an extent like why like Barbara's probably thinking like, oh, well, he, like he lives with me. Like we're all on the show. Like he should get a paycheck too. But it just seems like a not good situation for somebody that is not well i agree and i think that he went to the reunion in new york with them so i'm wondering if we're going to see more of him (sighs) which isn't great and like barbara's like you and janelle were so close why aren't you close anymore it's like because he's been living in group homes (laughs) and like he gets on like facebook his his platform of choice is facebook and like we'll write these crazy statuses about janelle and it's just, that whole thing was, like, very weird to me. Like, all of a sudden, Janelle has this brother, and Barbara's, like, lambasting why they're not close anymore. And it's, like, I mean, there's a reason. And we're just, like, yeah. going to ignore it, which is probably for the best that we ignore it. I don't know if, like, that episode was the best time for it. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't really like him being on the show. And the idea of him being, like, the male role model for Jace, it, like, just shows mm-hmm. how 
like disconnected with reality Barbara is in some ways. Yeah. Yeah, and then he said, I have in my notes, so Colin says he doesn't have anger issues, and I I just read her book, and I think he absolutely did have anger issues. Yeah, I think, well, I think anybody that grew up in the Evans family has, Yeah, like, well, that's true. They all have anger issues. And, I mean, from the Facebook posts that I've read, like, he has anger issues. Like, he... Like, he's posted some really gross stuff, not just about Janelle, but about, like, girlfriends and to his mom. Like, I I don't want to, like, I hope I'm not coming across saying, like, he's mentally ill, so he shouldn't be around Jace. Like, I don't believe that at all. But it's just, like, this idea that this is what Barbara sees as, like, a positive male role model for Jace. Like, get him in the Boys and Girls Club. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, doesn't he do Boy Scouts? Doesn't yeah. he have like a troop leader? Yeah. What's, what's, where's that guy? Yeah, like there. I I just don't know if Collins Collins the jam for Jason's positive male role model figure. He's so. not really the man for the job, but and also okay. like like it, what made me sad was like Barbara's like, don't you think he comes home angry? And Collins like, yeah. And then we play video games and he's fine. And I'm just like, this is like this is how they deal with Jace. Like, he does not have any positive coping skills, and he comes home angry from Janelle's house, and so what do they do? They just have him play violent video games? Because, you know, it's not, they're not yeah, playing, you know, like, FIFA yeah. World Cup. Like, they're going no. to play Fortnite or whatever. Is violent Fortnite video. violent? Uh, I think, I think it's, like, I don't think it's, like, G, like, Grand Theft Auto violent, but it's, I think it is. But they play, most video games are violent, let's be yeah, real. Yeah, like, like, Overwatch or... Yeah. You know, Call of Duty, yeah. shooting games where you kill people. Yeah, most video games. Like, it's not like he's coming home and playing The Sims. You know what I mean? Like, or even, yeah. like, soccer games or, like, uh, NBA 2000, whatever, like, NBA yeah. 2K, whatever that game is. You can yeah. probably play a lot of video games. Yeah, yes. we both do. <laughs> most video games are violent, which I'm not a person that, like, really strongly believes, like, video games i don't think they lead to like mass shootings but i do think if you already have a child with anger issues a child who clearly doesn't have coping skills a child who has violent meltdowns as we all know because he's they've talked about on camera him hitting barbara if his calm down is going to play video games it's like yikes yeah don't love it don't love don't love it at all okay so then when janelle i texted this to princess last night i said I said, so what do you like about therapy? Janelle to Jace, but also, like, me to my dog. Like, <laughs> just like... Oh, George just heard the word dog. He did. He's trying to give me a um, pirate uh, seagulls play with. He, when we're on the phone, he, like, needs to be included. Okay, well, it's okay, because if anybody listens to Emotionally Broken Psychos, Wags, Molly's dog is always heavily featured, so. Okay. just excited to be, uh, to be part of it. He enjoys Team Mom. He watches with me. But, like, the Janelle and Jace scenes were, first of all, Jace was riding in the front seat. Oh, I know, and I, I know that you have a lot of feelings about that. I have a lot of feelings about it. Can we talk about the way that Janelle said, she said it, National Rifle Association. Like, she couldn't even say National Rifle Association. <laughs> yeah, I was also, like, my heart started racing in that scene because I was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is the scene where she, like, allegedly pulls out a gun on a person who's, you know, tailgating her or, um, what's it called, brake-checking her. And then I was sorely disappointed when they just showed up at the restaurant nothing happened. That's but I guess it was foreshadowing. Yeah, it's supposedly going to happen in two weeks. 
two weeks. Oh. Yeah. But Janelle being like, it's the National Rifles Association, and they just want people to, like, defend themselves. Yeah. It was so weird. Also, yeah, I, I cannot get a handle on, like, when any of Janelle's f- scenes are filmed. Cause she's okay, like, I can't get a handle on when any of their scenes are filmed, because Kale was talking about... It's Christmas. Lex- yeah, it's crazy. She goes into Javi's house and it's Christmas, and then she's like, Lux is going to be one at the end of the summer. I'm like, okay, well, the end of the summer is like eight to nine months away. J- my, they went to Miami for the surgery at the beginning of February, um, but it was definitely Christmas in Javi's house. Uh, it was like Janelle was in shorts and a halter top, the same outfit that she went to go see Jamie in, in two weeks ago. Yeah, but, but I think like Janelle just has to, I think Janelle gets outfits that she likes and wears them over and over again. <laughs> I mean, so do I. Like, so. hashtag relatable. Yeah, very relatable. <laughs> mm. 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 Okay, so who, what else happened this week? Kale, okay. Kale and Javi, mm. we found out they had sex. Kale makes it seem like they had sex while Javi was still with Brianna. Because Leah was like, after they broke up, and she like does a weird smile. Yeah, I bet it was, like, after he told her they were going to break up. I bet in that 15 minutes that they were upstairs, <laughs> they were upstairs. talking, they had sex. Yes. I would bet that's any amount of money on it. Yeah, that's definitely what it was. Or, yeah, like... probably... That's, like, Kale's aphrodisiac. Like, <laughs> they go upstairs and Javi says, you're right about everything. And Kale's like, eat me out. Like, come on. <laughs> Either that or, like, when she babysat. Or, like, not being oh. sex as her child, but, like, watched... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Lincoln, yeah, because they were very flirty. They were definitely had sex later than, like, once Javi got home from the gym. Like, they definitely yeah. had sex. Absolutely. So, why is Shirley getting any work done? I don't understand. Don't Her body is incredible. I don't know why she's getting work done. I don't know, like, why she's included in this Brianna discount with Dr. Miami. It's very weird. It's very, although I guess I can understand, like, I bet when Shirley doesn't have clothes on, she has, like, literally every human imperfection. So she's probably a good before and after for Dr. Miami because mm-hmm. she looked, like, like really good before. But then the after is going to look, like, amazing or so. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess that would be a reason. But I did like how Brittany called Brianna out on having body dysmorphia. <laughs> and she said that this was her third yeah I well, that. what was her second then because she had like the boobs and her butt done did she have something in between i may i'm thinking maybe she had something before that like when oh. teen mom three like was on air maybe like around then i'm guessing that maybe she got some, maybe she maybe she's talking about like her lips or something that isn't like major yeah or maybe I don't know. Was it that one? Um, Brittany was like clearly recovering from having her wisdom teeth removed, yeah. <laughs> or something. No. I don't know what was going on with her. Or was that last week? That was last week. But this uh, week she was just like annoyed. She was like pissed off about the whole situation. You could tell. Yeah. I think it's very weird that like I can't imagine going like four hours away from home, which is like how far Orlando is from Miami. And then just, like, being in a hotel room with, like, out any of my family there, like, and a nurse taking care of me, and then my ex-boyfriend coming to take care of me, like, it was very, you know, she asked Brittany, and Brittany's like, nah, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but isn't it weirder for Shirley, because Dre is going to be taking care of her, too? 
Yeah, it's very, it's just a very weird situation. Like, I can understand traveling for plastic surgery. Like, if I was to get a note, oh, I maybe could get one in Philly. But, like, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, going to New York to get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. meet with, like, a top plastic surgeon. Like, I get it. I do understand, like, traveling for surgery. But it just seems like, first of all, Brianna's getting, like, major surgery. She's not yeah. just getting a nose job or just getting a mini tummy tuck, as she called it, or just getting her ass fixed. She was getting, like, a breastless, mini tummy tuck, her butt fixed, light butt. Like, she was getting a lot done. I know. Which is... Like, a lot, and none of her family's going to be there. I don't know. It's just a weird scenario. Yeah, and it was brutal. I watched it on Snapchat. It looked Ooh, I awful. Can't wa- I can't watch them. I Ugh, can't, it was horrendous. Um, and Javi shows up at, like, the end, and he's like, you can't give me a hug? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hated Javi when he said that. He's so entitled. Like, I came all this way for you. And she was like, bitch, you asked you to come all this way for me. Like, I told you not to. Yeah. Oh, can we, let's talk about the kiss. So, oh, first okay. of all, Jess, Jess is British, although she doesn't yeah. have an accent. She was born in the UK. When did yeah. you move here? How old were you? Uh, I, was, I just turned five. Okay. And uh, so, obviously, her parents are British, and she's very cold. And <laughs> <laughs> had a very big issue with the kiss. And it was weird. It was fucking weird how long it went on. It was really weird. It was just like, but I also like looking, I watched it again. When I first watched it, just like on Reddit and someone had posted it, I was like, ah! <laughs> but then when I watched it again in the episode, it made me laugh actually because it was just so weird and like out of place and like Brianna struggling against it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, I wasn't, like, horrified by it, but, like, some people were, but it was too long for me. It was too long. But I agree, like... 15 seconds shorter. Yeah, watching it again, like, it is kind of funny. Yeah. But when I first saw it, I had the same reaction as you. I, was, I like, made a face, and I was like, yeah. ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but then yeah. later, it's funny, because, like, obviously, Roxanne is doing it to annoy Brianna, yes. Yes. and it works. Yes. I just, it was, to me, it was, like... It was so, it was weird. Like, there's no getting around it. Like, it was fucking weird. Yeah. But people are literally acting like they, one, made out, or two, it's like <laughs> incest. And it's like, guys, like, come on. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. And Brianna had a really funny, like, tweet about it where she was like, yeah, that was gross, but <laughs> hey, my mom loves me. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was yeah. good. She wasn't defensive about it. She acknowledged it was, like, pretty weird. But, yeah. like, that she didn't care because she's like, at least I have a mom that loves me. And yeah. I was like, that's true. Yeah, I thought she handled that really well. Yeah, so, oh, father-daughter dance for Chelsea. I can't believe there's that. Okay, father-daughter dance. That's the highlight of her season. Was this never fucking a thing. father-daughter dance. It was no, never, never a thing. thing. When I grew up, like. <laughs> if it was, my dad wouldn't have gone. <laughs> <laughs> He would have screamed at me like the whole car ride there. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm surprised like in this day and age and in this modern family society we live in that they still do father daughter dances like fuck out of here. Yeah, like, what if you don't have a dad? Yeah, I guess, like, then you have, like, a male figure go with you, but What I if don't you don't? What if you're, like, school? what if you're Nova, and you yeah. don't, well, I guess, like, before this, this last season, then Devon, like, wasn't paying her any attention, but, like, what if your dad died? What if you don't have any male family yeah. members? It's just, it's weird, like, 
I don't know. Is it through the school or do you think maybe through the church? Because I know they go to Grandma Donna's church. Well, they don't, but Aubrey goes to Grandma Donna's church when she's with her. I think it's through the school because I think that Chelsea has said before, like, Adam knew it was on the school's website. Oh, yeah. So I guess, like, I do... I will say Cole was, like, very endearing to me this episode. I liked when he was like, none of the other dads were dancing. Like, I thought that was funny. Um... Yeah, I thought that he was, like, nice in He's this a episode. good guy. Like, I'm yeah. never going to sit here unless, like, Cole whips out his Confederate flag, <laughs> which I know Tomlin is, like, just waiting for to happen as she says the stars in the bars. Uh, she's just waiting for the stars in the bars to make an appearance. And I can't believe he doesn't rock more, like, Blue Lives Matter stuff. And he has I mean, one he probably dies in his free time. Yeah. Like, he's not dumb enough to wear it on TV. Yeah. So, like, but, like... I'm never going to sit here and be like, Cole's a bad stepdad. No, he's he's a a great stepdad. He's a good dad. He's a good person. He clearly loves the shit out of Aubrey. He, like, totally took on the role well. But it's just like, ooh, we know Adam's not going to show up. And this year, it's just Cole and Aubrey. Oh, there was one scene where uh, Chelsea was talking to Chelsea Grace and told her that, like, she asked Aubrey about it. And Aubrey said she doesn't think about it at all. And yeah. I, I do wonder, like, how true that is. I don't think that's a, a statement of how old is she, eight? Like, an eight-year-old says. Yeah. Either. I, mean, I, I think that's Chelsea, her being like, mm, it's okay. And then Chelsea's like, she doesn't even think about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think Chelsea's all, my thought, just as somebody watching the show, like, it could very well be that Aubrey truly doesn't think about him. But something I've noticed is that Chelsea has, like, always wanted to downplay the effect that it has on Aubrey. Um, Well, now, because now that Cole's around, I've noticed, like, since Cole's been around, she wants to act like Adam has, like, zero impact whatsoever on Aubrey. And I just wonder, like, I think it is possible that's true, but I'm not sure. I doubt it. I I mean, she used to, she loved Adam, and she loved hanging out with him in his, like, bare mattress house. Oh, God. But, like, it's it's got to, like, I don't know. She's got to be, like, why doesn't my dad want to hang out with me? Yeah. I just, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that, or, like, that Aubrey, I would maybe believe that Aubrey says it. I think Chelsea really, really underestimates, like, how, how much her, like, opinion of Adam influences Aubrey. Or if mm-hmm. not influences Aubrey, but, like, lets Aubrey know, like, what she's supposed to say yeah. about him to her. Yeah, like, definitely. Uh, and I I think Chelsea, like, it's easier for Chelsea to be like, well, she doesn't think about him at all. Definitely. Than be like, well, I mean, it's her dad, so she probably does think about him. And, like, she's probably just saying that to me because, you know what, even Janelle... <laughs> understands that Jace says stuff to her because he just wants to please her. Yeah. Even Janelle will say She has that insight. (laughs) That's saying a lot. Like, and, but it seems like Chelsea has zero, like, idea. And I, I get it because I think Chelsea is a good mom and always has been a good mom. And so I think, like, she doesn't have to have that reckoning as much, you know, because she's, like, a happy, healthy kid. So she doesn't have to think, like, well... What is my opinion influence? But I, I really do think that Chelsea underestimates, like, her opinion's influence on Aubrey. Yeah, and she doesn't, like, necessarily talk shit about Adam in front of Aubrey, but she just puts her behind that, like, 
pocket door into the playroom. And if I was Aubrey, I would be listening at the door to what my mom was talking about. Yeah. So I'm sure that, like, just because she's not saying it in front of her doesn't mean that she doesn't hear it. Also, like, even if she's not, like, the producer will be like, so how's Adam? And Chelsea will roll her eyes. Like, yeah. you don't have to be, like, you, Aubrey would have to be stupid to understand that, like, and she's not. She's not stupid. Like, no, she's not. Uh, so is that everybody? Did anything else Did happen? Did we talk about it was on um, Addie's birthday party and that was um, a weird okay first yeah. of all it's fucked up to go to Sky Zone why for Allie or for life because I personally yeah okay because I personally want to go to Sky Zone oh, but uh, I, I went to Sky Zone not right. that long ago and I was more out of shape then and it was like so tiring and we like bought an hour's worth of time and after like 25 minutes we were all like high key dead but I would like <laughs> to go again now that I'm in better shape but I think it's like, I don't know. Addie should be allowed to have the birthday party she wants. I'm I'm conflicted on this because Addie should be allowed to have the birthday party she wants. Mm-hmm. But like, Allie is still so young. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'd be one thing if Allie was like 13 and like not interested in like having fun at her little sister's birthday party anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just like seems sad that to do a birthday party at a place where all of the kids like can't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Although I did notice they didn't show it, but Allie was in full trampoline gear. She was. I didn't notice her yeah. wearing knee pads or a helmet. Well, oh no, 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 no. Let's not get that. No, that's not what you meant. <laughs> no. Wishful thinking. No, she was in like in socks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I saw her like trying to jump, and in my head I was like, "That's gotta hurt," and she's gonna fall, and she can't do it, and yeah. I don't know. I just think it's like, would it have killed them to do a birthday party at a place where, like, Allie could participate? Because you have to figure, like, at least five kids in Addie's class are having their birthday parties at Sky Zone. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no way Addie's not going to Sky Zone. Like, it's not, it's not like she will never get to go. It just seems like for one of the Messer girls' birthdays, it's like, just don't do it at Sky Zone. Yeah, just try to be more inclusive. And, like, I get she's five and she doesn't have the same kind of, like, I don't know, awareness. But just for her mom, just change, just be like that. We're not having your birthday there. Yeah, they can go to one of those, like, Monkey Joe places, which I don't know if you know what that is. But it's, like, it's like an arcade, but they also have, like, bouncy castles and stuff like that. So it's, like, a good mix. That's, like, what the twins had their birthday party. Yeah, but a little, it's, like, geared more towards younger kids, I think. But Addie's still five, so it works. Um, Yeah, there's, like, plenty of things they could have done that weren't triplings. Yeah, but Jeremy was so weird this whole episode. Yeah, he was. But he was giving me off a vibe that, like, I felt high-key uncomfortable with. (laughs) He just didn't want to be there. No, he, not he, like, had a, he wanted to say stuff, but he couldn't because the cameras were there. I think he wanted to hit on Leah more, yeah. but he didn't want to do it on the, in front of the cameras. And, like later, Leah says like, "Oh, because he's got like other hoes, he's yeah. banging on the side, and like doesn't want to be caught." Like, I liked Kale and Leah talking about how like Jeremy and Javi like won't say shit on camera. I do too. I also liked how Leah called a luau. What did, I wrote it down? A luau. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> At least she knows. Like she said it, and she's like, "I don't think that's what you say." <laughs> like, don't you guys watch Lilo and Stitch? Like, <laughs> right. 
Okay. I think that's it for this week. Yeah, I do too. Okay, let's go on to our episode that we watched that was incredible. It was was so good. It was so good. Like, I, there was so much drama, first of all. This was, like, jam-packed with drama. We really lucked out. I want to start with Chelsea, because Chelsea had so much, oh, wait, actually, first, I want to go over the previously ons. Oh, okay, I think I missed that, so. Because Kale's is, Joe has a girlfriend. Well, a girlfriend, and, like, does quote marks. (laughs) We it's find deep. out that Janelle <laughs> failed a drug test. Yeah. Adam gave Chelsea a promise ring. Yeah. <sighs> and the divorce is going to happen for Leah and Corey. So that's where we are. Remember, this is season three. So they've been on TV for a little bit. Money's coming in a little more. There was a big pay increase in between season two and season three, which I'm going to point out some instances of us knowing this in this mm-hmm. episode. Um, there's definitely, like, you can tell they're becoming more aware of, like, being TV stars now, um, Mm -hmm. but still, it's, like, still pretty raw, and they just have, like, I mean, they're young, like, Barbara says in this, like, you know, you're gonna be 19 and, or 20 in December, like, these are 19 and 20-year-old girls, like, they're still kids and still acting a fool because of it. Yeah. Okay, so Chelsea lets us know that she's taking more GED practice part tests next week, but she just really needs to focus on planning Aubrey's birthday party right now. <laughs> she's got her priorities in order. Did you notice that Chelsea has a feather in her hair? I noticed. Uh, Everyone I has everybody. it, except Kale. Everybody has feathers in their hair. Like, everybody. And then I Even remember... Even Mary, Chelsea's oh, mom. Lama had a fucking feather in her hair. It looked great. And this was a time, just remember, everybody had them. I did not have a I would be neither, but a lot of people have them. I remember it being a look, for sure. Yeah. So, Adam, she says Adam is staying over more, mm-hmm. which means, like, he's living Living. there. Yeah. yeah. And her dad doesn't like it. So, one of the things that, that, like, clued me into their making more is, at first she was like, my dad doesn't know he's staying here, and, like, he won't like it. And I was like, well, he's paying your rent. And then yeah. she's like, I pay my own rent now. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you'll notice, Chelsea was in that nice Jeep. Although Chelsea always had nice cars, but she yeah. upgraded from that bug. Remember, she drove the Beetle. Yeah. Uh, Leo How impractical like, is that? Leah was in, like, a nice-looking Volkswagen. Like, definitely a nicer car than they ever had. Corey yeah. got a truck. Yes. Um, I didn't notice if Kale was driving a nice... Kale still looked pretty poor. Like... Yeah, she was living in that, uh, like, she... assisted housing. Or... Yeah, and That's her furniture looked like shit. Like, she looked poor. And Janelle brought, bought second-row tickets to Kesha, a hotel room in Rally. Yes, in like... an outfit. Yeah, an outfit. She got the feathers in her hair, but like, and she bought the tickets like a week before the concert, so I'm sure they were expensive. You know, yeah. like, she definitely, I noticed they all had these little things that to me indicated like they would not have gotten them in season one or two. Definitely not. And even Janelle has like a, it's not a PT Cruiser, but it's like whatever the competitor. PT, like the Chevy PT Cruiser car. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice Chanel drive. Was that her in that white, the white car? white oh, one. it was that white car, because I remember her crashing that white car. 
I forgot that yeah. that was her car. Yeah, she did. Yeah. So everybody had like a decent car, like a decent place. Like people were moving on up in the world. They were. So we get Chelsea, if you guys don't remember, has her bleach blonde hair in this episode. It, like, it's so, like te- like backcombed. It's that emo haircut where you like it's so have bad. like a bob and then you like the under part of your hair is long and you tease it. And you, like, really part it heavily to the side. It's so bad. It's so bad. And awful. Uh, Randy comes over because he's going to pick up Aubrey so Chelsea and her friend can go watch Adam in his, like, motocross event. And yeah. I, there is one little cute thing when Randy comes up and Aubrey goes, Papa! Papa! And, like, her yeah. little baby voice was so, so cute. cute. Aubrey was so cute because she looks exactly the same. Yeah, she does. And her, like, little raspy voice. She laughs the same. At one point, she laughed, (laughs) and I was like, oh, my God, her laugh is exactly the same as it was when she was two. (laughs) So cute. so cute. Also, you can really tell the age difference between all the girls, like, all the kids, like, so much. Yes, I wrote that down. Aubrey is almost a year older than Jace, because Jace's birthday is in July, I think. His birthday is coming up, and Aubrey's birthday, I believe, is in September. It so is. I think... And then the twins are December, and, like, even that difference. Like, Aubrey yeah. was a toddler, and the twins were babies. Yeah, the twins were babies. Also, they were premature. And remember, Aaliyah looked a little older than Allie, because Allie obviously had her developmental issues. But, yeah, just the difference between those two ages. I think Isaac is in, like, January, and he looked, Jace was, like, a baby. Like, he was in, like, a diaper. Like, Jace looked little. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy to see. Or is, Jace isn't older than Aubrey, is he? No, I think I need to look it up. God, he actually might be older, because Janelle's episode came first. But he looks a lot younger than Aubrey in this episode, doesn't he? Yeah, but he, maybe it's just because, like, he's not wearing, because, not wearing clothes. Because of how his mom is. Um, maybe. Let's see. So I just remember, like, when I watched the show, um, Janelle had Jace before she went back to school. Yeah. I know his birthday's in July because I'm a lunatic and know these things. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I'm looking at Teen Mom 2 and need to be on 16 and pregnant. Uh. But I will say, yeah, like, just the difference between the twins and Aubrey was, like, really noticeable. But they're, you know, five months apart. Like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jace was born on August 6, 2009. And then um, Aubrey was born, she was five weeks early, September seventh, two 2009. So Jace is the oldest. Oh, yeah, maybe it's just because he wasn't wearing clothes. It's that yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. Aubrey was, like, always in an outfit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always, always dolled up. Uh, her so best. they're going to the motocross. So Randy comes over, and as soon as Chelsea and her friend drive away, Randy walks right into the house mm-hmm. and notices that all of Adam's shit is there. And he calls Chelsea, and he's like, "So apparently, someone moved in." And she's like, "Why are you in my house?" <laughs> okay, I hate myself, but I kind of agree with her. If she's paying her own rent. Why is but he going through her shit? You have. To, she, did you hear the way she said it? I'm paying oh, my own rent now, which means that's true. Randy like, paid like, for her to move in. She paid that rent that month, like the, yeah. the day they started filming. She yeah. paid. Like Chelsea, she goes. I'm paying my own rent now, which means like she has paid one month of rent and has been living there for eight months. Like come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's is true. Randy's house. Like. That's true. It's like he's on the lease. She's yeah. paying him rent. 
Yeah, let's. Randy definitely co-signed for her. Like Randy definitely like that. That is Randy's house. Like yeah. <laughs> also, when she says like I pay my own rent now, I wonder if she pays like a portion of the oh, rent. Oh, absolutely. She pays like half of the rent. Like the rent because it's South Dakota. The rent on the house is probably like eight hundred dollars, and she probably paid, like, like, <laughs> she paid like five hundred dollars, and like. Randy's paying like Aubrey share, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like, she doesn't pay like she only pays the rent. Like she doesn't pay like the cable, utilities, or the electric. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> her car insurance, her phone bill. Also, that was like as a spoiled kid, which you and I both are. Yeah, Jess and yeah. I are both very spoiled children. Um, uh, I I did relate to that. Like I'm paying my own rent now, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the time in high school when I ran up a really high phone bill and. My mom was mad at me, and I was like, fine, and I gave her the cash for it. I, like, heavily relate to Chelsea in this episode. Yeah, where you're just, like, so, like, you can't even see, like, I bet he's still paying her car insurance, like, yeah. maintenance on her car, the payment, like, he's paying for everything, and she's like, ah, dad, I'm paying my rent, like, what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Chelsea's like, he's not living there, he's not living there. Which he I is. definitely, like, did when my dad would be like, why is your boyfriend living here? I'd be like, he's not living here, but, like, he was. Like, <laughs> like I mean, he li- his mail came to his parents' house, but, like, he lived in my house. Yeah. And Chelsea is like, I'm just so sick of this. Like, it's, because remember, it's always um everybody else's fault. Like, she's yeah. just mad at Randy and Adam for getting along, and she has zero part in it. It's no, just it's, their fault. It's just them. Ugh, she always does that where it's like everybody else she did it so much in see like in the early seasons or she'd be like i just don't see why everybody can't get along and it's like because you're welcoming this like abusive asshole back into your life constantly and people are sick of it and lying to your dad about it who's paying yeah. for all of your shit except that one month of rent you know that randy had asked her like so is adam living there and she's like no yeah absolutely she was like of course not dad i would never do that no and her baby voice in this episode. Oh, uh, it's like, so much worse. How is it possibly worse than it is now? I don't know. And this is exactly, I wrote down exactly what she said. <laughs> Not to mention, I pay my own rent now, so if I did want Adam to live with me, it's kind of my choice. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of just, like, is so funny because it's like, yeah. So bratty. It is kind of your choice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So they get to the motocross event, and this, like, hurt my heart for Chelsea. Like, this episode hurt my heart for Chelsea. Adam was so fucking rude to her. Like He always was, though. He was never nice to her. I know, but I haven't watched a lot of these early episodes in a while. You know, so, like, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Chelsea. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, she, oh, oh, this, like, hurt my heart. She, he, she, like, sat down. He, like, wouldn't even talk to her, and she, like grabs his hand and is like holding his hand and he's like barely letting her <laughs> hold his hand and he's pissed because he's like i'm the only four-wheeler this is stupid he doesn't care at all that she came to support him no it's actually i wrote down it's painful for me to look at chelsea like it, it's pathetic her whole outfit and hair <laughs> and everything like at the motocross event was like Oh, she, you know, she spent hours getting ready for that, and she was still doing her makeup in the car, like, to be at, like, some shithole motocross event that, like, six people were at. Yeah, like, stand in the dirt and have your boyfriend not give a fuck that you're there. 
Also, like, her friend was very pathetic for going along. <laughs> yeah, I would not. Maybe the bad friends, but if one of my friends asked me to do that, I'd be like, nah. How many, okay, no thanks. How many of Chelsea's friends are teen moms? Like, Oh, my God. That's something I noticed, too. Like, I didn't realize that Laura was also a teen mom. Is because Laura, Laura has, has baby. Phone. Is what? Is Laura Lingling in her phone? Remember? Is that Laura? I think so. Laura was her was her maid of honor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird because what did you think it'd be? Which further proves my point that like Chelsea Grace is basically Chelsea's like assistant slash like designated <laughs> filming friend. Yeah. Like I just I think like Chelsea Grace already has a relationship with MTV. Each season she appears, she probably gets a little more money. Like they're friends, but not necessarily like best best friends. But they yeah. already have this like routine of Chelsea being her filming friend, so she might as well like come and be you know like be the person that they film with because like the audience knows her. Like we like Chelsea Grace. It's just easier instead of like introducing all your friends. Yeah, definitely. And even, like, when Chelsea Grace came over on this week's episode, she was like, oh, I haven't been here in so long. Yeah. Because they don't actually hang out outside of the team. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I think, like, I think they just have their own lives. Like, I, I mean, do. Chelsea Grace has a job. I think she has a boyfriend. Like, she's just not over with, you know, like, and we know Chelsea doesn't leave her house. No, never. Because as, like, people constantly be like, she just doesn't leave her house a lot. Like, she has social anxiety. I'm like, then Chelsea should go to a therapist. Like, that's not yeah. healthy. It's no. funny. Her fans, like, constantly defend, like, why Chelsea doesn't do that much by being like, she has social anxiety, okay? She just hates leaving her house. And I'm like, that's not, like, good. <laughs> no, it's not, like, normal, well-adjusted no, behavior. No, if that If that is the case... If Chelsea is not leaving her home because she has, like, debilitating social anxiety, like, she needs to go to therapy, like, not have people online defend her. Yeah. But that's not that's not why. She just, like, doesn't want to. Yeah, which is, like, more relatable to me. Absolutely. That's very <laughs> relatable. She should just say that. I'm just saying, I don't want to leave my house. Yeah. I don't want to get dressed today. Yeah, that's people, fine. If I was on the reality show, people would be like, this fucking lazy bitch. <laughs> like, like my life is like I wait well I do one thing is I walk before work so I like wake up at 6 a.m. I walk I go to work I get home at like 6 p.m. and then I lay in my bed the rest of the night it's me like every day like I have no fucking life people would be like why the fuck but I also wouldn't go on a reality show because I know my life is so fucking boring yeah exactly like when I don't have class after work I come home and sit on the couch yeah and then I walk the dog and then I sit in bed I mean, I am Chelsea, except that I don't, like, get paid to do it, which is the downfall. <laughs> it is the downfall. It's not fair. No, it's not. We so, deserve this. Like, there was just something so sad about the way that Chelsea was holding Adam's hand, and they even, like, panned in on it, and his hand is, like, completely flat, and she's, like, gripping, like, four of his fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. Sad. And she's like, this is fine. This is great. <laughs> We're doing great here. Yeah. It's a healthy relationship. I mean, he gave me a promise ring. <laughs> she said, I thought things would be different after he gave me the promise ring. <laughs> so apparently that night, Randy came and made Adam move all of his shit out. They got into a huge fight. And since then, surprise, surprise, Adam has just been, like, completely blowing her off. And that's when she says, like, I thought things would be different with Adam because he gave me a promise ring, but he's been completely blowing me off. It's like, oh, duh. 
Yeah, he's not going to change. I promise you, doesn't need shit, Chelsea. No. And it's Aubrey's birthday in a couple days, and Chelsea just, like, is so... She's not sure if Adam's even going to come. Adam's not really talking to her. And all of Chelsea's teen mom friends are there. And they're, like, talking about the party. And she's, Chelsea goes, I got Aubrey a Barbie Jeep because it's a Jeepy. Like, Mommy's Jeepy. Ugh. The worst. Truly. <laughs> and her friends are like, well, what did Adam get her? And she's like, I don't know. Because they didn't talk about it. No. Adam is like, it's crazy to me. The sad thing is it's like Chelsea knows that if anybody gives Adam shit, like he's just going to stop coming around. And yeah. that's why she gets so mad at Randy about it. And it's like so sad that she can't realize like, oh, I shouldn't have a boyfriend that like punishes me for Adam. Like if my dad is mad at him, like he shouldn't punish me for it. But yeah. she like, can't put that together. No, she's, like, constantly trying to please him and make him happy. Meanwhile, he doesn't give a fuck about how she feels. And she doesn't see that, like, that's not what a relationship is. No, and also, he's not allowed to be over there anymore, so why the fuck would he be over there? Why would he hang out with her? He only got back with her because she got a sick house where he could keep all his shit in the garage. For free, yeah. He could live there for free and not have to live with his parents. Yeah, and I bet his parents are like, get your shit out of our garage. Like, you're (laughs) you know, like, at at Chelsea's house, like, he blasts the music, he was drinking, like, he got to chill, and, like, he probably wasn't allowed to, like, have the music blasting in the garage at his parents' house and, like, drink while he does it. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and he could, like, be cool and, like, not living with his parents anymore. Yeah. So, like, once the once that's out of the equation, why the fuck would Adam come around? Exactly. <laughs> What's he, he going to talk about, Chelsea? He doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> they have nothing in common. No. No, and it's so sad that Chelsea doesn't realize that. And it's like, ugh. I mean, thank God she grew out of that. Thank God yeah. Adam, like, refused. Honestly, thank God Adam, like, refused to be with her. Yeah. That Like, that's what happened. Like, they didn't really stop hooking up until Adam, like, refused to hook up with her. How did he stop hooking up until she met uh, Cole. Yeah, and I, but I think they had, like, dwindled a little, like, I think she started to look for Cole because Adam was, like, becoming so unavailable to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, their relationship was always 100% on Adam's terms. Oh, absolutely. And she was always, like, ready to go. <laughs> Full on and ready. Yeah. So, we get this little scene of, like, it's the day before the party and she's with Aubrey and she's like, Let's make a to-do list. And then she goes, who do you want to come to your party, Aubrey? Like, mind you guys, Aubrey's two years old. (laughs) And she's like, do you want mommy and papa and daddy? The same shit that she still does. Yeah. She still does that. Hasn't really changed that much. I know. It is like, it's crazy to watch these because Chelsea has changed in a lot of ways. And, like, I guess the one good thing about Chelsea being on the show, like, shows that, like, it is possible to leave your abusive boyfriend whatever circumstances and like get a good relationship yeah. and like actually improve your life and like be a better person because she was a sh- like a pretty shitty person I relate to this like when I was in an abusive relationship I was like a pretty shitty person to those around me because it's like your abusive relationship comes before everything else yeah and, like you don't really care who you're hurting in the like in the long run yeah uh is long, if you're trying to, like, please your toxic boyfriend. And, like, that's clearly what Chelsea was doing. And it's really good that she's, like, not in a relationship like that. So she doesn't have to treat her dad that way and her friends that way. And, like, that that is good. But, like, I feel like we've seen it all. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> and now Chelsea can graduate. Honestly, I, I feel agree. Like, she I needs feel to graduate. Like it's for Chelsea to graduate, like not even like be kicked off the show. Like she needs to graduate from Teen Mom. Yeah. That's what it's like. What we should call it. Like Chelsea's graduating because she's the only one that's come to a point in her life that like she, like I feel like she could truly choose to leave the show. And I'd be like, good for her. Like that. That's a smart decision. Yeah, because Cole has a real job, and they wouldn't bring in the same kind of money that they uh, bring in right now. But it would be an adjustment. But she yeah. still has her. Inst- she would just have to up her Instagram ads a little bit. Oh, the thing that fucking drives me nuts about Chelsea is she has so many fucking instagram followers hold on i'm gonna see exactly she has like millions millions more than everybody else on the show because she's hashtag gold she has 5.2 million instagram followers you know how many fucking instagram followers that is like uh well i can't really check janelle's because i think i'm blocked on her instagram oh i can check janelle's she has 2.8 kayla is 3.4 and kale probably is like Let's see what Macy has. Leah has 1.7. Macy has four. And Macy's definitely, like, the second best liked. You know what I Like. Oh, my God. Farrah only has 1.3. Yeah. I still think Macy's pregnant, by the way. Even though you she do? doesn't announce it, she hasn't posted any pictures of her body in months. I know. Months. The only know. ones she's posted are from that same photo shoot. Yeah. That they did, like, that. in May, where she still looks pregnant. Yeah. I think, I think Macy's pregnant. But, um... What was I going to say? Oh, so, I mean, really, Chelsea has, like, millions more followers than most of the girls. But, like, if I would bet Macy's, like, the second highest. And Chelsea's 1.2 million over her. Chelsea could do a whole fucking... She could make a good living being yeah. an Instagram person. Like, being a mommy vlogger or not even... In this same age, you don't even have to blog. You just have to make fucking Instagram videos yeah. and Instagram posts. Like, you don't even have to have a blog... You don't have to have a YouTube. Like, you can do it exclusively on Instagram. And, like, she does it here and there. But, like, she could easily leave Teen Mom and make substantial money. But she's so fucking lazy that she's not doing that. Like, she has the fan base to be the next Lauren Conrad. She really does. Where she doesn't have to be on reality TV anymore but still makes a good living and is, like, only semi in the public eye. But Chelsea doesn't care to do that. Yeah, I'm just looking through it now and seeing what she has. She has, like, that... Silly diet program that I don't think pregnant women should be following. I, and then, I'm still sus on that Stanford pro-life, whatever it's called, profile, but it profile. looks like pro-life. Doesn't it look it like pro-life? It does look like pro-life. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm, she does, like, fun. Yeah. And then she had, like, some other thing for her shitty looking hair she's done a couple like campbell soup ones like but she could get serious brand deals with like real companies not just like she doesn't need to just do like like flat tummy tea and like all the stuff that all the other girls do she could do do serious brand deals and she's not doing it because she doesn't care to do it but it's like graduate from teen mom and leverage your instagram bitch like come on It's 2018. You have like to have 5.2 million followers in this day and age is like you're you're sitting on millions of dollars. Yeah, and she just doesn't. She doesn't want to. No, she doesn't want to. Okay, so uh, Chelsea calls Daddy O. She says, "Should we call Daddy O?" Which is like gross. Her dad, right? It's like really, really gross. No, it's she's calling Adam. Oh, I thought she was calling her dad. No, and she so she because she wants Adam to go shopping right, at the party, yeah, yeah. and he ignores her call. 
by the way, she may be getting money, but she still has that cracked ice cream. Like. <laughs> Not that much money then. No. Not enough money to give a new phone. <laughs> She's waiting until the end. Because, you know, they, I'm pretty sure I've read they get paid, like, a little bit at the beginning of the season. And then they get, like, a, like they get it in installments, essentially. Oh, okay. And then I think they get a ratings bonus. So maybe she was waiting for her, like, end-of-the-season picture. Yeah, so, or maybe she was, she's, like, really close to her upgrade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she goes with her friend to, like, get ready for the party, and she, like, knows Adam is it. She's like, Adam's not going to come. Like, why isn't he here helping me shop for the party? And it's just like, Chelsea, Adam's never going to shop for a party with you. Ever. Yeah. Did ever. he do it for her first birthday? I don't think so. No, Adam's never going to go shopping with you for anything. (laughs) He's not that kind of person. No. He doesn't care. No. It's just so, I will say at least it's like another thing because like I'm, I guess I'm in like a good mood with Chelsea and I feel like complimenting her. Like it is refreshing that at least in this day and age, like she, Chelsea sells a lot of problems. I think she has all her self-confidence through Cole. I don't think she has any sort of independent life. I think, like, her whole life is her husband and her children in an unhealthy way. Like, yeah. uh, But I will say, like, at least she has Adam's number now. You know what I mean? Like, she knows, like, Adam's not showing up to shit. Like, she knows. Like, she's not calling Adam to go birthday party shopping. (laughs) Like, at least she knows Adam for what he is now. And that is, like, a really important step and I think in general she seems to have gotten better at like discerning people that she's around like she yeah. seems to have, she has a tight knit group of friends I mean you know Brittany's husband is a pedophile but eh, <laughs> you can't yeah. win them all you can't Sorry. win them all I mean Chelsea's had like two instances where she has friends with pedophile husbands which is like too uh, too many yeah too too many <laughs> but <laughs> But, like, at least Chelsea seems to have a better judge of character now. And it really is easier for me to watch these Chelsea scenes knowing that, like, she grows up. She actually grows up. And she seems like the only one that is, like, actually grown up. Yeah. She's, like, the only true adult. Yeah. Yeah. Seeming person on the show now. Because she doesn't, like... Get her wrapped up in all this drama, like Kale, and like I don't know. She like she has better have judgment, way better judgment than Leah. Yeah, it seems that I mean, she's smarter than Leah, which like at least God, I just like I'm in a really complimentary mood towards Chelsea. Chelsea so at least Chelsea like grew up, but I also do think like it's not coincidental that Chelsea and I would say Macy are the two teen moms that have grown up the mo- the most. That, like, they're the ones that have family. They're the ones that have yeah. friends. Sure. Like, I just think... What? They have support systems. Yeah, and I, I always say this, like, yeah, it's great that Chelsea grew up, but, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, her family wasn't going to allow her to not grow up. You know what I mean? Like, they were going to drag her there, whether she liked it or not. Yeah. And she finally made it. She finally made it. So it's Chelsea's birth or at Aubrey's birthday party, and it's at like like an arcade place. And her friend has feathers in her hair. Mary's there with feathers in her hair, and Chelsea's like, "Where's Adam? Where's Adam?" <laughs> Wait, can we talk for a second about the names of the children that appear on screen? Uh, okay. One of I them wrote is them down. Carter with a K. 
Oh, I didn't write that one down. That was from earlier. I did notice that one. Okay. Tell me the names. So, Brayley. That's her sister, or that's her niece, Brayley. Emerson with a Y. Okay. That's ahead of the curve, actually. Emerson is a popular name now, but Emerson was ahead of the curve. But with a Y. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know how you say this. I think it's Kean or Kayan. (laughs) K-E-Y-A-N. I don't know. I don't know. Probably Kean. Maybe. I don't remember if it was a boy or a girl. I should have written that down, too. <laughs> I would say boy. That's a boy's name. Kian, I think. Okay. Yeah, they Braley seem... is her... Because her sister... I know, it's her... Yeah, it's her her sister had a baby, her older older sister, but not by much, had a baby, like... Um, I think she's only a year older than Aubrey. Maybe less. Yeah, they're really close in age. Yeah. And, I mean, she's only two years older than Chelsea, I think. Or maybe three. But Chelsea's always like, my sister was not a teen mom because she was, oh, like, yeah, 20. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Chelsea had, like, turned 18, like, a day before yeah, she yeah, yeah. to Aubrey. So it's like, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so crazy to me that Chelsea's one of four girls. Yeah. That sucks for Randy. It's a lot of girls. <laughs> I think Randy loves it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there was a cute moment where Brayley, like, went and hugged Aubrey and then, like, ran right up to Randy and gave him a huge hug. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah. So, um, Adam finally shows up two hours late. Although I would guess it was probably an hour late because there's no way, like, first of all, that they, like, had that room for longer than two hours. And how long does, like, a two-year-old's birthday party need to be? Yeah. I'm guessing Chelsea was there an hour early. Oh, yeah, definitely. And set Adam up. came an hour late, you know? Yeah. I mean, still, he was late. And they go to do Aubrey's birthday cake. This is sick. And Chelsea goes, make a wish. I hope my mommy is happy. And that my mommy and daddy stay together. (laughs) In front of everybody. (laughs) Oh, no. Like, that's sick. Yeah. If you were at a child's birthday party and the mom did that, you would be like, I would, (laughs) what I'd be doing, so Jess and I are in a group chat with Tomlin and Jesse. Yeah. I'd be texting you guys. I would be texting you guys immediately, like, uh, guys, I'm at a fucking birthday party and the mom just, like, blew out the child's candles and wished that mommy and daddy would stay together. (laughs) It would be one of those moments where I wish I could just disappear. Because it's so uncomfortable. I don't know what I would do. So fast. (laughs) Detailing every second of it. Like, that's so fucking weird. And that's, like, what's... Okay, the craziest thing to me about Chelsea is always, like, how open she was about how shitty Adam was. Because when I was with my ex-boyfriend, after, like, two years of this, I, like, just, like, didn't tell anybody we were together like, people thought we were broken up for, like, four years when he was, like, living with me because it was so sick, you know? And, like, yeah. I, like, had an awareness, although I was a little older than Chelsea at this point, but I had awareness of, like, how sick it was. And I was like, wow, I, like, can't tell anybody about this. And yeah. Chelsea has, like, no, sh- never had any shame about Adam yeah, and the no, way he treated her. I don't know how she doesn't get sick of people telling her, like, the truth, but, like, telling her that he sucks and that he's not going to change. Like, wouldn't you think that that would kind of kick in at some point? Like, she just doesn't want to hear their negative opinions. Yeah, that's why I stopped telling. Well, and I just stopped telling people because, like, I was like, wow, this is, like, disgusting. And, like, (laughs) everybody knows it. And, like, I don't, like, I don't want people to judge me for it. 
Like, because I understood how bad it was, you know? And I yeah. feel like Chelsea never just understood how bad it was. And that's no. what's so weird about her. I don't, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think later she did, but, like, in the moment, she was like, no, it's, we're, we're awesome. We're going to make it. And Mommy and Daddy are going to stay <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, so awful. So Aubrey, she gives Aubrey the Barbie car, and she drives her around. It's really cute. And yeah. then Adam gets her a bike. She's and... so, she's too young for it, but she can't even reach the pedal. She's too. She is, but also, it's like, it's fine. Like, really, like, literally, who cares what you give a two-year-old That's for true. Her she's, birthday? She's not going to give it back. Like, it's like a nice gesture. They can't understand. She'll grow into it. It's just going to go to Adam's parents' house where she's, like, all the time. Like, yeah. within a, like, within six months, she'll be big enough to, like, put her feet on the pedals. And even so, like, Adam was pushing her around. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's fine if her feet don't reach it. But I don't know. I thought, like, Chelsea and Randy being petty about that was, like, kind of shitty. Because, like, yeah, it's more of a gift for a three-year-old. But at the same time, like, who cares? Yeah, like, and I also feel like for him, it's, like, a big dad moment to, like, buy your kid their first bike. Yeah, and, like, it's not like they're going to throw the bike out because it doesn't fit her. Like, right, she'll go stay in the garage. Like, she'll grow into it. Like, it does show a little bit that, like, Adam doesn't spend a lot of time with Aubrey so he doesn't understand that she's like too little for a bike like yeah. I think that's definitely a point but at the same time like who cares like Chelsea's like and she loves my jeep and it's like okay but like literally who cares like, she's <laughs> like she, I don't know I think on this show and I think a lot of people in general like I think it's like a natural thing for parents to do they ascribe like too many thoughts and feelings to their small children like, my friend, for last Christmas, her daughter was, like, 18 months, and she's like, I can't wait for her to wake up and see everything. I'm like, girl, don't get your hopes up. Like, <laughs> she's a baby. Like, she's, she's a baby. Like, she does, she's not going to understand that. And she's like, no, she gets gifts. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, just don't get your hopes up. <laughs> like, yeah. And I think that's, like, Chelsea was like, well, she, like, she doesn't even know how to ride it. And it's like, okay, but who cares? Like, two-year-old Aubrey's not thinking in her head, my fucking dad bought me a toy that I can't use for a whole another year. What a piece of shit. She's like, ooh, pink bike. Yeah, exactly. And Chelsea says she doesn't even know how to drive a bike. (laughs) And she says it, like, three times. Well, like, neither do I. How do you drive a bike? (laughs) She said drive a bike multiple times. Is is that regional, or is she just dumb? Mm, I think she's just dumb. (laughs) Fair enough. And that's really it for Chelsea's segment, but I just can't believe, like, how jam-packed with fun it was. So much. So much fun. Okay, let's go to the queen herself. <gasps> okay. Miss Janelle Lauren Evans. So Janelle's going to have to go to jail for 45 days. Yeah, because she yeah, failed her drug test. It, she can't it, stop smoking. This this episode for Janelle was sad as fuck. Like, yeah. Janelle is saying over and over again without saying it, I'm a drug addict. Like, she's yeah. saying, like, all she said, like, she's like, I can't stop smoking pot. Like, she says it 500 times in this yeah. episode. Like, I cannot stop smoking pot. And even at the end when Barbara was like, so you're a drug addict. And she's like, here you go with that shit again. <laughs> and it's like, Janelle, like, yeah. it's so weird. So we see Tori, good old Tori, who apparently yeah. Janelle hasn't seen since the fight. I remember that fight. Remember, it's the iconic fight where Janelle and Tori get into a fist fight. Like they, Janelle, Tori's beating Janelle up with a drumstick. (laughs) Kiefer and Tori's boyfriend get into it. All four of them are like having a brawl, and then Janelle starts screaming, "Leave me alone!" on the top of her lungs. (laughs) (laughs) It's iconic. Yeah, it was. 
the drumstick fight, as I'm sure all of you remember. So Janelle's like, I just cannot stop smoking pot. All my friends smoke pot. I cannot stop smoking pot. And, like, I was somebody that was addicted to pot, and I know that's, like, controversial, but, like, I went through these times where I, like, really wanted to stop smoking pot, and I tried so fucking hard, and, like, I never could, and I, like, was unable to put together that, like, I couldn't stop smoking pot because I was a drug addict, and, like, it wasn't necessarily, like, pot that I was, like, it wasn't like I was, like, physically withdrawing from pot and like pot so addictive it's just that like I was addicted to drugs yeah and, like not and needing to not feel myself and I had no coping skills and like I needed to smoke pot all day to like be able to function in this world and like I was so unable to like put together like that's what it was and I had like the same thoughts as Janelle like why can't I stop smoking pot like why am I unable to stop smoking pot I want to stop smoking pot but I can't stop smoking pot like I even had this therapist and like <laughs> we like came up with this plan about how I was gonna stop soaking pot and like I was moving apartments so I like smashed all my glass and like <laughs> and like flushed the rest of my pot and I was like I'm not gonna smoke pot at my new apartment when I moved because it's just a habit I have and a bad habit when I moved to my new apartment like I'm just not gonna smoke pot there and then like I lived there for like a day and a half and then I went to my friend's house and they were all smoking pot and I was like my friend's like, well, why don't you just not smoke pot at your house? And you smoke pot when you're not at your house. And I was like, brilliant. <laughs> and so, like, I smoked pot. Like, I went, like, a day and a half. And then I smoked pot. And then, like, by the end of the week, I, like, went out and bought a new bowl and, like, had an eighth of pot. Like, so, like, I've been where Janelle is. And, like, it's, like, it's funny to watch a little bit on the show. But, it's like, it's sad knowing where her life is and, like, how deep into drugs she gets. Like, yeah. that she's, like, so obviously has an issue but like has no clue like what to do about it or like what to even call it yeah and it's it's i think you're like barbara's like just stop just if you don't want to stop and she's like no it's not that i don't i do want to stop i can't stop yeah but to be fair barbara's like okay so go to na yeah but i feel like janelle doesn't want to go because she feels like na is her like hard drug addict so we can get into that later janelle says narcotics 12 steps aren't my fantasy. <laughs> I have that also, right like, let's be real. Like, Janelle was not just smoking pot. Like, yeah. Janelle was drinking. Janelle was, like, doing, dr- like, other drugs. Like, she was not just smoking pot. So. Yeah, I think she kind of went ham after she failed that drug test. Because she was like, I'm fucking, I'm going to jail anyway. Yeah. So, Tori is, like, willing to forgive for Janelle. She's like, look, I'm always here for you. I'm always your friend. But, like, I can't be your friend's friend if you're with Kiefer. And Janelle's like, well, Kiefer's in New Jersey, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I wish Kiefer was in this episode. <laughs> that would have just made it, like, complete and perfect. Yeah. So Janelle invites Tori to go see Kesha with her. And Kesha is Janelle's favorite person of all time. Yes, her idol. And Janelle says, I know I might be going to jail, but at least I have this concert to look forward to. <laughs> great so janelle gets a phone call from dustin and basically there are two options which is the 45 days in jail or continue with her probation and janelle you would think would be like most people would like sigh of relief like yeah oh my god i can continue probation i don't have to go to jail like that like that's what i thought because i haven't watched this in so long like that's what i thought that janelle was going to be like amazing i don't have to go to jail and she's like are you serious? But like, I can't be on probation because I cannot stop smoking pot. And Justin's like, well, you did it in Malibu. Like you can do it again. Yeah. 
what would, what did she think was going to happen though? Like, did she know. think that they were going to be like, oh, you don't have to do probation anymore. It's fine. I don't know. And like, here's the thing. I actually agree with Janelle that she like her choice should have been jail. If yeah. she really could not stop soaking pot and she was going to be on probation for another year, she didn't, it's not like she had a job. Like yeah. she had no responsibilities. Like in that instance, if I'm Janelle, like I might pick 45 days as well. Like you just go like they're okay. I've known people who have picked jail over probation um, because like they just know like they're going to fail on probation and yeah. like there's, and they don't like being on probation because it can be hard to be on probation you have to pay probation fees. You have to go see your PO. You have to get drug tested. Like, there are all these terms and conditions. And they'd rather just, I'm just like, go to jail for 45 days. And I know, like, 98% of people wouldn't do that because, like, I mean, why would, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, most people have jobs and family and friends. And yeah. they can't just, like, pick up for 45 days. But, like, I've also known, I've heard, like, people will like max out their jail time instead of getting out early like on parole because mm-hmm. they just don't want to be on parole they don't want to deal with it and they'd rather just like go you know like yeah like, to be done with it yeah and be done with it so like i think if like i was in a position where i knew i was going to keep failing drug tests and it was like 45 i have no job you know yeah. like i have no responsibilities i'm not raising my own son and i know like i'm gonna have mtv money when i get out like yeah. I might choose 45 days, too, and then just be done with it so I don't have to be on probation anymore. Yeah. Then, like, would she get into, like, more trouble, like, if she kept failing probation? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, each time, it's, like, as you see at the end, like, you get arrested, like, you have... And also, just, like, you have to show up to your probation officer, like, they can come to your house at any time, like, it's stressful. Yeah. I, I get... Like, I, it's not a choice I would make, but, like, I do see where she's coming from. No. If she truly thinks she can't, she can't stop, and she just... No sane person. Like, (laughs) this is not... When I'm explaining this, I hope you guys realize this is, like, drug addict, like, mentality and behavior. Like, this is not, like, sane people mentality and behavior. Like, sane people just, like, stop soaking pot and not... Or, like, figure out how to pass drug tests so you don't have to be on probation. uh, Or so that you just get off of probation. But for Janelle, like... I don't know. I just was, when she, like, was like, I can't be on probation. I was like, wow, that was an unexpected choice. (laughs) I thought she, you know, most people would be, like, relieved. Like, they're giving me the option to stay on probation. Yeah. So she goes in to tell Barb, and Barb is like, okay, so follow probation. Yeah. She's like, this seems like good news to me. And this is when Janelle's like, I can't stop smoking pot. <laughs> I miss Janelle and Barbara screaming at each other so fucking much. I know. I'm mad that she won't interact with Barbara on camera anymore. I know. I met, like, these moments of them sitting in Barb's little house. Like, that yeah. House, she doesn't yes. live there anymore. But that old house in, like, Jace's room where they just, like, sit on the floor and scream at each other is, like, yeah. they're always sitting on the floor. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and she's like, Mom, I just, what don't you understand? I can't stop fucking smoking pot. <sighs> so it's like classic Chanel. It's so like, so Barb goes, okay, so go do the 12 step. And Janelle says, the 12 step program is not my fantasy, Mom. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> what was she trying to say? Like, who's... Whose fantasy is that? It's not my fantasy either, Janelle. Yeah. I don't know what she was trying to say. 
When she was on my fantasy. Yeah. I think she was trying to say, like, it's not my, like, ideal, like, it doesn't line up with my beliefs. Like, I don't know what she was trying to say, but that was a crazy sentence. Yeah. It was. And Barb is like, okay, so you can't stop smoking pot. Like, oh, like, you can tell Barb is like, okay, so now what? And she's like, so you're a drug addict. Like, why don't you go to rehab? And Janelle goes, here we go. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Yeah. She should (laughs) have. Maybe she should have just gone to like rehab for a year, but then they wouldn't have been able to film her. They should, I mean, the issue is, is that Janelle went to rehab and then just came home and like did all the same shit she used to do. Like, clearly wasn't on any type of medicine. Like, didn't learn anything in rehab. And <laughs> she, she says, "Jace, say, Mimi, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the baby that. And then, you know, after Barbara goes, and you, Barbara even kind of laughs at it. Barbara's like, don't tell the baby that. But <laughs> yeah. You can tell she has like a little smile on her face. <laughs> and then Janelle has like the most satisfied fucking smile on her face and like hugs Jace and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole scene is just so what the fuck. It's so what the fuck. It's so weird and funny. So. Uh, Barbara's like, well, you didn't smoke in rehab. I don't know why everybody keeps bringing up rehab, like, when Janelle didn't smoke. Like, no shit she didn't smoke in Malibu. She was in rehab. That's why she didn't smoke. Yeah. Well, and Janelle goes, no shit! (laughs) Because I was in a locked-up facility! (laughs) Like, Barb says it like, you didn't smoke when you lived in that apartment down the street. (laughs) Like, it's, like, it's completely... said the same thing. He's like, well, you did it in Malibu. Like, yeah, because she was in a fucking rehab. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's comparable at all. (laughs) It's so weird that, like, you, like, well, you went the whole time when you were, like, in rehab. It's like, yeah. (laughs) It's like saying you went the whole time when you were in jail without, like, getting a speeding ticket. Like, obviously. (laughs) So Barb's like, okay, so why don't you go to N.A.? And Janelle screams at her, weed is not a narcotic! Yeah. It's like, bitch. Go to NA. <laughs> girl, girl, I wonder what Janelle's life would be like if, like, she had really taken to heart that, like, she could not soaking, stop smoking weed and, like, had a problem and, like, actually went to NA and, like, worked steps and, like, changed. Like, what a sliding doors moment for Janelle. Yeah. Like, that, you know what? I'm going to say that was Janelle's sliding doors moment. Like, at this point where she had this, like, because she clearly was having a realization that there was an issue. Yeah. She probably wasn't, obviously she wasn't ready to call herself a drug addict because once Barbara said that, she did her, here we go. Yeah. Bullshit. But, like, she clearly understood, like, there was a problem. And, like, I mean, Janelle could possibly, like, if she had stopped smoking pot and, like, started going to NA and, like, got her shit together, like, got psych meds because she realized, like, how fucking crazy she was when she couldn't numb herself out 24-7 on pot. Yeah. That's what Janelle was doing. Like, Janelle wasn't, like, a medical marijuana person, like, using it responsibly, you know? She was just, like, yeah. numbing out all of her emotions. And I really wonder, like, what her life could have been if she had, like, been able to take that to heart and, like, the arrest and, like, realize at what a low point she was at and be like, wow, maybe I am a drug addict because I'm sitting in jail right now because I couldn't stop smoking pot. Like, wow, that's a pretty serious consequence. I want to say her life would be totally different, but I don't think she has it in her. 
No, obviously. I mean, her life would be totally different. And it's a shame that, like, Janelle couldn't see that that was a rock bottom. And, like, it, it's sad that that wasn't her rock bottom. You know I wonder I mean? if she, like, goes back and watches these episodes. And, probably not. Well, probably not. But if she did, like, would she see it now? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I can't imagine. Do you remember when OG came back on air and they like wanted yeah, they re- to rewatch? Yeah, they rewatched the whole thing. Yeah, Amber wouldn't read. Like it wasn't the whole thing, but like they each like, had plus. like that. Yeah, they had like that hour long special. I remember Farrah's like weird ass neighbor came over and then yes. made her leave because she was fighting with her parents. Yes, <laughs> and was like, I can't have this lady here. Like, <laughs> but Amber like wouldn't watch hers. And, like, honestly, I don't know if I'd be able to watch mine either. Like. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, getting. I mean, because Amber was, like, still soberish at this point. Like, I don't even know if she was drinking. Yeah. And, like, I really. I can't imagine, like, then going back and rewatching all of that. So, I don't think Janelle does. But, yeah, I wonder, like, what. I don't know, man. I think it depends on who she watched it with. I think maybe if she watched it, like, with Jamie, who, like. I've said on the show, and, like, you and I have talked about this, that, like, Janelle, for some reason, like, is usually able to have pretty rational discussions with Jamie. Like, she still is, like, at a level of delusion, you know? Like She always is. Yeah. Like, she keeps her, like, semi-Janelle level of delusion, but Jamie um, will usually make good points that Janelle agrees with, even if Janelle doesn't bring it up herself. Yeah. And... I wonder if, like, they watch her and Jamie watch this episode. If Jamie could be like, wow, that's like, you were, like, really addicted to pot. If Janelle could be like, wow, yeah, I was. Or she'd be like, no, like, it was just my mom being a bitch and, like, fuck probation. <laughs> like, probation's lame as fuck. Am I right? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's a, I would, lo- that's an experiment I would like to conduct. <laughs> yeah. I, or if she could watch it with, like, a therapist, would be even better. But yeah. Well, <laughs> we all know that's not happening. Yeah. Um, so Janelle screams. She's like, I'm stressed out. I have to go. And Barbara's like, okay, go smoke pot. <laughs> I thought that that's when Janelle was going to say her classic line. I like to smoke this time of day, but I was disappointed. <laughs> so the next scene is Janelle going to meet with Dustin. And with I Jace. She brings Jace with her yeah. <laughs> meeting with her lawyer. I she had a she was with Jace a lot this episode actually. Yeah, that's true. I think it's because Kiefer wasn't around. Yeah, I think Kiefer wasn't into Jace tagging along for shit. I I agree. I don't think he was into it at all. <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to get fucked up. Like, leave that little child at home, bitch. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, like we can't. We're we're about to go sit in the car for two hours while we wait for the dope boy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we can't have this baby. We screaming cannot back. have Jace with us. Like, yeah. We have, do you remember back in the day when, I don't know if you were, like, really following Janelle then, but when Janelle was with Cortland, she would just tweet about her and Cortland were always running errands. Like, yes. she'd be like, we're running like, errands. errands all day. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that bitch is getting dope. And she was. And that's, like, when you're a drug addict, especially a heroin addict, like, all you do is just sit in the car. Because you usually have to drive, like, a significant amount of time to, like, go get it. Like, you have to drive into your nearest city. Like, it, it's rarely, like, conveniently located for you unless, like, you live in the city. And then, like, you drive into the city and then you wait forever for the guy to come. And then he finally shows up. Except for the most part. 
that's just like a standard experience. And like your whole, I used to like leave my house when I was living with my dad and I'd be like, I'm going to Rite Aid and I would like go for like four hours. And he'd be like, where the fuck did you go? And I'd be like, out, man. Like, out. And yeah. so Janelle, I'm sure when she's with Kiefer, they were just like running errands a lot. Uh, and so Jace wasn't around. And so when Kiefer's not around, she was probably, you know, like she was at home more. Like, I guess it's weird, but. Also, like, what the fuck, Barb? Like, Janelle's openly talking about the fact that she cannot stop smoking weed, and she's allowed to take Jace unattended. In the car? Driving in the car? Maybe she thinks that, or Barb thinks that, like, Janelle wouldn't smoke with him in the car, but, like, she would. Of course she would. I mean, I guess it was still, like, I don't know, though. It's hard It's hard for me because I'm like, well, I guess, like, Jace was only two, like, Barb didn't know yet, but Barb fucking knew she'd been dealing with Janelle, and Janelle being bad for years. Yeah. Years. Like, Janelle is about to turn 20 at this point, and according to Janelle's book, like, she started getting in trouble when she was, like, 12. Yeah, like, so, when they moved to North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, which she was, like, 11 or 12. So she's been getting in trouble at this point with Barb for eight years. Like, so it's hard for me to be like, well, she just wanted Janelle to change, and, like, she wanted Janelle and Jace to spend time together. Like, she fucking, Barbara knew. She probably was also just like, you're taking him. Yeah, I can't deal with him today. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they go to meet Dustin, and Dustin's like, I have really good news. I talked to the probation officer, and she said, like, you can do probation or... You can go to jail from, like, the 8th to the 25th or whatever. It ends up being 16 days instead of doing 45 days. And Janelle goes, oh, but I have a concert on the 9th. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have it written down. She says, on the 9th, I got second row seats to go see a concert. It's Kesha tickets. And then Dustin looks at her with a totally straight face and says, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part is when Dustin goes, she goes, well, can't you talk to them? And Dustin goes, no, I'm not mentioning a concert to them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, could you call her and tell her that I've cashed the tickets? And he's like, he looks at her like, no fucking way. Am I calling your probation officer and telling her that you can't go to jail because you have cash tickets? (laughs) She says, that's why I got all these feathers in my hair for the concert. I bought clothes for the concert. I set up hotel rooms for the concert. Like she's trying to like, like rationalize, like it's a legit excuse. Yeah. It's not. No one understands how important this concert to me. It's not just a concert. It's Kesha. <laughs> like the person, my idol, the girl I watch YouTube videos of like 30 times a day. <laughs> <laughs> so this became, of course, like one of the most iconic scenes ever on Teen Mom. Like, I think it is the most iconic scene ever. Like, everybody, so if you mention Teen Mom, like, to people that don't watch the show but, like, are aware of pop culture, like, they'll say, like, Oh, like, the feathers in my hair, girl? Like, that's why I named this my podcast. Like, I wanted yeah. it to be easily identif- identifiable as Teen Mom. And if you watch Teen Mom and you're looking for a Teen Mom podcast, like, you're going to find feathers, like, yeah. see feathers in my hair. Like, you know it's Teen Mom. Rihanna, like, used it on her Instagram. They, like, put all that whole scene Oh, my together, God, I remember. Janelle talking. And then at the end, she goes, it's, and they, like, blur over, like, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that scene is, I think, the most legendary scene on Teen Mom ever. It's, like, the thing that has, like, Ferris porn, because people yeah. also go, like, oh, the porn star. Yeah. Ferris porn and Feathers in My Hair are, like, the two things from the whole Teen Mom franchise that, like, have infiltrated pop culture. Yeah. That was 
such a good scene. And she says, I just can't, I can't get over Well, her monotone voice and her looking at him like, this is a legitimate, like she's saying it like, but I'm going on a mission trip to save starving children. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She says it like it's a completely reasonable request. And he's like, no, you can't do that. Uh, And this line kills me. She goes, I know it sounds crazy, but if I have to stay on probation to see Kesha, it might be worth it. <laughs> like, no, that does not sound crazy. <laughs> it sounds crazy if you're choosing to go to jail. So yeah. I just want to say that this time when Jana- Janelle, Janelle <laughs> failed her drug test, this is like when I got into Teen Mom. Like, I was, all, I watched 16 and Pregnant, like, from the jump. Like, I always watched it, but I was never, like, super, super into following it, like, online and one night I was like <laughs> on a bunch of Adderall, like like I used to do if I had like a test or it was probably finals, you know, like so I was on a bunch of Adderall and I remember I was like pulling an all nighter and I somehow came across the news that Janelle had failed a drug test. I'm not sure if she even had gotten arrested yet, but she like sometime in this period from when she failed the drug test to when she got arrested is, like, when I got, like, really into, so I found that news, and I was, like, wow, that's funny, and so, like, I went and found her Twitter, and then, like, that's how I found, like, the, like, they weren't called hatters at the time, but, like, (laughs) the Twitter haters, um, that was still, like, years away, so that's, like, when I found the, like, online Teen Mom fandom was, like, because of Janelle failing the drug test, because I just thought it was, like, so funny and outrageous, I was, like, (laughs) damn, Janelle failed her drug test, and, like, from there, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) So, unfortunately, Janelle doesn't get a choice to make the decision because her probation officer showed up and gave her a random drug test, and she failed, and she got arrested on the spot. Um, I'm sure that Dustin telling, like, the probation officer that Janelle was considering taking jail instead of probation, like, alerted the P.O., and the PO's like, okay, I'm going to go drug test her family. I wonder if he told her about the concert. <laughs> <laughs> so Janelle calls Barbara, and she needs $1,000 to get out of jail. And Barbara says, you know what? I'm sick of this. You're going to be 20 years old, and you're getting arrested. What kind of mother are you? I'm not coming. Yeah. Janelle's not pleased. No, she's not. And... Janelle's like, I promise I'm going to stop everything. And Barbara's like, no, I know if I get you, going to get you out of jail, you're going to hop in your car and I won't see you for a week. So, no, I'm not coming to get you. I thought that was a good moment for Barb. It was. It's unfortunate that Barb, like, couldn't follow through on anything else. Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember. I think they have to get Tori's, like, f- sister's friend to bail her out because you had to be over the age of 21. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how they bailed. Like, she gets bailed out in the next episode, but I think it's by, like, it's Janelle's money, but, like, somebody else has to, like, put it up for Tori. It's, like, a whole thing. I don't remember that, but I do remember when she had to get the bail to get Kiefer out of jail. Oh, that might be it. It was someone's, it was someone's, I think it was, like, Amber's (laughs) boyfriend. Maybe. Yeah. I, like, remember that scene, like, they're, like, sitting on the couch, and she comes in and tells them. Yeah. Because the bail bondsman won't, like, give the bail to somebody that's uh, under 21, reasonably. Yeah. So that was it for Janelle, and that was, like, fucking... It was as good as I remembered it. It was better than I remembered it. (laughs) 
But it's sad. Like, the episode was sad. Like, it was to sad. hear... It was funny. Like, I was laughing. Like, them sitting on the floor screaming at each other, I was like, mm, I'm home. Like, let me put a warm <laughs> blanket on. Like, hmm, I'm so, com- I'm so comfortable here where Barb and Janelle are screaming at each other about smoking pot. But, like, it is sad that, like, Janelle had what ends up being a serious drug addiction and, like, that she was repeatedly saying, I am unable to stop smoking pot. I'm about to face serious consequences, which 45 days in jail is a pretty serious consequence. Yeah. Um, I'm about to face a serious consequence as a result of the fact that I cannot stop smoking pot, and yet she had no ability to be like, wow, maybe I am a drug addict. Like, this is not normal behavior. Like, normal people can just stop smoking pot, like, if they're going to have this serious consequence. And she, I don't know, it was, it was sad. It was funny, but, like, when you take off, like, your funny glasses Mm -hmm. and, like, look at it with your empathy glasses, you're like, ugh, this is sad. Yeah, because it was just really the beginning. Yeah, it really was. And it's crazy to think that that was, like, that was the beginning. Yeah. You know, like, that... That this was like, it's just looking back. So it's comparing Janelle to Chelsea in this episode. Like their lives are obviously very different. Chelsea had custody of her child. I've always said like Chelsea immediately took to being a mom. Yeah. Like Chelsea never hesitated on being a mom. But like they both were making a lot of mistakes and their lives were pretty fucked up. And it's sad to like see how much better Chelsea's life is and how much worse Janelle's life is. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, in the next week on Teen Mom, I saw in the previews that it's going to be, like, all about how Kaiser gets beat up and Nate's crying to Barbara about it, which, like, gagged me with a spoon. Like, I, like, and I can't do anything. It's like, you can, though. Like, you just, like, choose not to because you live in Florida. Yeah, you can move back to... North, you can move to North Carolina, but you can move back to South Carolina where your mom's living. You can get a regular job. So, yeah. show like Nate, I understand Nate doesn't need to work because he gets his VA disability and like he gets uh, teen mom money. But like, I think the courts would be happy to see that you could hold down a regular job. I he think could like be- work in a gym, like yeah. be a trainer. If he likes working out all day, do that. Yeah, just go work at LA Fitness at the front fucking desk, dude. Like, yeah. Like, just to show to a court that, like, you can show up to a job on time every day. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, your abuse charges have been dropped. So, like, why aren't you doing anything? He doesn't want to. And this, like, Barbara and Nate alliance is just, like, such bullshit to me. Like. Oh, yeah. He's, he, like, he thinks it, like, annoys me so much because he thinks he's so smart and he thinks that he's, like, such a good manipulator. And he does manipulate a lot of the people around him me because they're not smart but it's just like so frustrating to see him say all this bullshit and have people be like yeah you're right because he's not exactly i'm also not like the older i get the less i'm a the enemy of the enemy is my friend you know what i mean like that's something that was like when i was 22 i felt but at 30 it's like no you're still my enemy yeah like they're (laughs) like they're both bad one of them doesn't have to be good Exactly. Hey guys, to hear the rest of this week's episode, come on over to patreon.com slash ebpsychos. Thank you all so much. Have a great week. Bye. This has been an episode of Feathers in My Hair, an Emotionally Broken Psychos Patreon exclusive. Executive producers Molly McAleer and Liz Bentley. Produced by Nicole Matthews. 
Special thanks to Sarah DiGiovanna for our logo. Head on over to our Patreon page for more rewards. www.patreon.com slash ebpsychos. And come on over to our Facebook page for more discussion.